0: Do I have everybody's attention now, ladies and gentlemen? I have something to say. My mafia. Hey yo. Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Tuck-sling in into hell. Tuck-sling in into hell. You freak. You monster. slam the son of a bitch. Oh, Uncooked, and uncensored. King Kong is climbing to the Empire State Building, but here comes the Calvary! Introducing first, from parts unknown, our resident Mark, Johnny Smart. Mark. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Next, coming down the aisle, the unstoppable force, the immovable object, Doc Haas.
1: I can't help it that I'm custom-made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good. Woo, can't dance all night long?
0: And here is your host, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bob. You know what? You just made the list. Elizabeth, go
1: right,
0: not going left. Can I ask a question, Macho Man? or oh, question
1: question You're
0: listening to the 4th War WrestleCast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. wall And what up fam and welcome to The Biggest Draw for the critics, the marks, the casual and the hardcore I am your host, JC Bones And I am Doc Cox. And I am the third man, Johnny Smarts And we are the 4th Wall Wrestlecast Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number 4, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T This Sunday, immediately following WWE TLC, Doc and Bones will be heading back to Fourth Wall Studios to record Sunday Night Aftermath, where they will discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of TLC. Tune in early Monday morning to Sunday Night Aftermath with Doc and Bones. So, we got big things ahead of us in 2019, and it all starts when we join Wrestle Addict Radio in January, as we join our good brothers from the Kings of the Rings podcast, Gift the Podcast, Not Your Mama's Soap Opera, and Smash This Podcast. If you want more information on all these shows and Wrestle Addict Radio, follow us on Twitter at Addict Wrestle. But that's not all we have in store for 2019, so Doc, tell them what we got. Yeah, baby. How y'all doing today? January is going
1: to be a huge, huge month for the fourth wall. Not only will we be joining Vessel Addict Radio with our first show on January 5th, our YouTube page will be launching in January to give our audience the opportunity to receive the fourth wall experience on as many platforms as possible. And speaking of platforms, we got a bunch of new ones you can listen to us on now. We got Anchor, we got SoundCloud, we got Apple Podcasts, we got Google Podcasts, we got the Spotify, we got Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Casts, Stitcher, Radio Public, there is no excuse. You can hear us almost everywhere on podcast interwebs now. So and is of there course, anywhere
0: that you can't
1: hear us? Ooh, you can't hear us probably in Saudi Arabia.
0: We can't speak of that. We're going to have to edit that out
1: of the uh, show now. Ooh, Damn it. Ooh, We're going to edit that network now. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, they, they, anyways. Anyways, other exciting news. Other exciting news. We're going to have some merchandise. Do you guys like T-shirts? Woo! I like T-shirts. T-shirt you like time.
0: Do you like wrestling T-shirts? I'm wearing a wrestling T-shirt right now. Do you like
1: self-promoting shamelessly with wrestling T-shirts? Duh. That's my favorite because... pastime. Because there's going to be fourth wall cast t-shirts on represent.com oh, yes. starting Shit. in 2019. So you get going to have all the all the opportunity to rock our fourth wall swag at every live wrestling event, at every job interview, if you so please, at every rock concert you decide to go to, at every high school basketball game you decide to go to. You can rock the fourth wall cast starting this January. And I get right now is the most i'm most excited for this in 2019 because in 2019 guess what comes back to new jersey boys i don't know
0: wrestlemania oh yeah the granddaddy
1: of them all baby wrestlemania returns to new jersey this april and the fourth wall cast is ready to celebrate with the whole fam we will be doing our first ever live recording from the parking lot at Giant Stadium. Oh, did I say Giant Stadium? Ooh, Sorry, I ooh, there's a Jets fan ooh. here. <laughs> MetLife Stadium. It'll always be Giant Stadium. Uh, at MetLife Stadium. And we'll be out there, we'll be recording. We're going to have a big tailgate party. So be a part of history. Be at the first fourth wall live recording. Be the brand. Come on out have fun we're going to have beers we're going to have foods we're going to have a good time and you'll learn all about that on fourthwallcast.com starting in spring 2019 baby J- so that is G- what's coming up
2: G- oh, S- my goodness. jets 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 jets
1: hey yeah, we have a giants and the jets fan here yeah one of us is used to winning anyway oh, like i said like I said before, I was really interrupted by dipshit doing his fireman Ed impression. Uh fourth will be ready to go and the spring. Doc, I'm so sorry.
2: I, I hate to break in here, but we we have some we have some breaking news. The what? third man is sad to report that Nick Miller has been released from NXT. Yeah. This how is the mighty how the. Mighty have fallen. <laughs> I see what yes. you did there. Yeah, this looks uh, brand new within the past couple of hours, guys. Does it
0: say anything? Was it like a w- wellness policy?
2: Uh wellness policy. It's a lot of sites. I'm on a few sites here, and it's looking like he wanted his release to go home. He might have had a child that was born recently, mm. and it looks like he went home and wants to stay there. Was his lucky number 61, and
1: he was pissed when they took 61 out of their name?
2: Oh, man. I don't know about that, but
1: you know, this is a, this is quite interesting. It sounds like it's interesting. It sounds like a, you know, it's like like a legit thing you do in this industry. I would think a lot of, you know, I think we're going to see that more now that we're exposed to more like people, like more wrestlers on the level that Nick Miller's at in terms of like climbing the ladder of pro wrestling. Like you never got to see a Nick Miller on TV when we were growing up because we didn't have an NXT type program. So I think you're going to see a lot more of, you know, people leaving to go, like, you know, raise, you know, have their families and go that route. You're just going to see it more. I think it always happened. Now we're just going to see it more.
0: I mean, I could be wrong, but wasn't there talks about a potential performance center in Australia too?
2: I think that was one of the next places they were thinking to put in a center. I'm
0: not saying that has anything to do with his release, but, you know, there is going to be some more opportunity for him even back at home in Australia.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and Triple A. His uh, quest for global domination of the wrestling industry, mm-hmm. you got to think that Australia, which is producing a lot of Australia and New Zealand are producing a lot of talent
2: right now. You got to think that's on his on his radar. Did you guys ever see uh, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne when they were on the indies um, Their they're, uh What the hell is their name? Oh, the mighty don't kneel. DK.
0: Yes. The mighty don't kneel. I remember that.
2: So I'm I'm a little sad. They, they work really well together. And, uh, you know, sad news.
0: Yeah, but they were kind of also at a stalemate for a while on NXT TV. They kind of had no direction, anyway. Well, unfortunately, there could have there could have been direction
1: if the tag team division would have been booked differently in WWE, which we'll be talking about at the end of the month.
0: That we will. And the Mighty was it was part of my revamping of the tag division, so I guess that's kind of out of the question now.
2: back to the drawing board, right? Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen, I have more breaking news for you. It looks like there were more releases as well. It's looking like Tucker, not Tucker Knight. Don't worry, Doc. Thank God. But Tucker from NXT UK has been released along with uh, Tyson Dung. He was that uh, boxer from China.
0: Don't know who that is. I'm
1: not really familiar with either of their of them. Tucker lost Tucker. every match in NXT. Dead honestly.
0: Tucker was just, more enhancement talent than anything else on NXT UK.
1: My um my thoughts about this, or I'm happy it wasn't Tucker Knight because I would have been crushed if Heavy Machinery
2: was no longer a thing. I would, too.
1: They looked so awesome in their, like, redneck blue jeans when they came in on NXT this week. And Otis Dojovich's pants were, like, falling down, and it was the fucking greatest thing ever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, so it looks like Tyshawn Dung tried out last year around October and was given a deal. And uh, that's it. Nothing. Seven-foot guy, though.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yes, that big signing. That big, um, I remember that. He never made it to any live shows. I don't think either.
2: The Great Wall, Taishan Dong. Yes,
1: I remember that. I remember that signing. This shows just shows how stacked the talent pool is right now.
0: Yep.
2: Oh, this guy is a monster.
1: So was Great Kali. What's your
0: point? <laughs> but true. This we, guy we, looks we like he could actually went. move. <laughs> so on today's episode, we're gonna take a quick adventure on the Indies. We're gonna talk about the ring of honor final battle pay-per-view which is happening as we record this uh... which is coming to us live from hammerstein ballroom uh, i want to talk about specifically the contracts that are going to be uh... expiring at the beginning of twenty nineteen for superstars such as cody jay lethal kazarian the young bucks i want to see what that's what that's going to mean for their careers after their contracts are up and what do you think is gonna happen with those superstars in tonight's pay-per-view you know cody's facing jay lethal for the title and they're Both their contracts are up within the next 60 days. So we're going to discuss the future of these two superstars. Then we're going to run down uh, the NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 13 card, which was just announced a couple weeks ago. Talk about we're most excited for. Then we're going to get to the prediction show of the 2018 WWE TLC event, which is coming to us this Sunday. It's already a stacked card, fellas. So we got a lot of wrestling to talk about tonight. But first, guys, how you been?
1: Oh, I've been uh, I've been good, getting ready for uh for a, a trip to uh, Florida soon. So I've been working a lot to, at the um, music teaching the past few days. I'm gonna be doing one podcast from sunny Florida. I'm gonna do it right next to a pool. It's gonna be really sunny out. I'm gonna to tell you guys all about it. Lucky you. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We'll
0: be how about you? Probably uh, like three feet of snow,
2: and you'll be out yeah. in the But <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Smarky? I would have been down in Florida with you, but you know my band uh, got a New Year's Eve gig. so. Yeah, gonna... yeah, that's right. We were tr- we were getting you in on. We
1: were trying to get you in on that. That's
2: right. right. <laughs> got to make the money. Got to play the music. Um, so, on. nothing really. Just working at the school. I hosted a pep rally today. That was fun. In your onesie, in yes, in a nice Honical onesie. I did
0: see
1: that. <laughs> oh, I love that onesie. I got a. Uh, I guess for me also the first Rutgers wrestling match of the year. Me and my dad. Uh, season tickets to Rutgers wrestling every year no, uh, well, not every year but recent years and we're going to go out they playing Lehigh I believe on Sunday so I'll be up there doing that before TLC so we we'll do some like real wrestling and then some scripted wrestling it's going to be a wrestling filled day on Sunday baby <laughs>
0: awesome. so doc how you feeling right now you feeling like you want to take an adventure yeah let's take an adventure on the indies baby Adventures
1: on the indies. All right, let's take a little adventure on the indies going on right now as we speak, boys, at the home of Monday Night Raw, the Hammerstein Ballroom. It is ROH Final Battle, and it's could be the final battle for a lot of these guys on the card in ROH if uh, some reports are to believe that I think we need to talk about this a little bit. We'll go right to the top of the card. The ROH World Championships on the line. Jersey's own Jay Lethal uh, defending against the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Jay Lethal, from what I believe I saw recently, did resign with ROH. That's a shame. And he is going to stick around. Which makes me think he's obviously going to win this match tonight when it does go down. I'm sure it hasn't gone down yet. And, and good um, for
2: him. Good for him. But you know, he is one guy I've always wanted to see make the transition over to NXT and or one of the bigger brands. Man, I I love his work. I he wish would, be, would be great. He'd be great in NXT.
1: Great in NXT. Guess we're not finding out. Yeah, not for the next two two years or so. I believe it's a two year deal that I read. I could be wrong on that. I so. Yeah, don't don't I, hold me to I that.
0: Mean, Jay Lethal's name was definitely um, uh, in the conversation with NXT. I'd say within the past four to five years, but after a while, his name just kind of dropped off. It wasn't even a thought in in Triple H's mind at that. After all that,
1: uh, and when you say no enough and you don't go enough, yeah, at some point, back. you know. Yeah, you, you know. Um, Cody Rhodes is a different situation altogether. Uh, I think Cody Rhodes is going to try his damnedest to do like kind of what Jericho has been doing until like kind of just hop around whatever promotion that's not well, whatever promotion will have him for a couple appearances, which will be most promotions. He's one of he's one of the biggest names in wrestling at the moment, and I think he's going to do that until this AEW thing takes shape and he him and and the elite are going to be the. The anchors of AEW as they try to compete with WWE.
0: But do, who do you think is going to win this match, though? Because I think Cody potentially could pull a CM Punk, win the, win the Ring of Honor Championship, and then leave with it.
1: It'd be a cool... It'd be a really good angle. Jay Lethal's been ROH World Champion for a while now. So it's yeah. not like... Yeah, so it's, it's really a toss-up. I really could see anyone of these guys winning a match. I think what you just described Cody winning and walking out with the title would be a lot more entertaining and it would be better for business. So here's to hoping that happens.
0: Yeah. And just, just because uh, Jay Lethal already signed again, it uh, doesn't mean that he's necessarily going to win the match, but I'm sure that's what, probably where it's going to end up going. Cause we know the way wrestling goes. And if you re-sign, you're probably going to win it. They can only have so many CM punks.
1: Right. You can only have so many CM punks. <laughs> Anyway, so let's move on down to card. Um, I'm going to skip to the ROH World Tag Championship ladder match because uh, it's the match I'm most excited for when I go back and watch this. Uh, you know, at some point this weekend, the match I'm most excited for is this. It's a triple threat ladder match. Let me uh, rephrase that. The champions are Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, so Censored. censored. Uh, they're challenging the Young Bucks. And the Briscoes, the ROH, the ROH legends, the Briscoes. Um, this has all the potential to be the match of the night. Uh, you put these six dudes in a ladder match, and some crazy shit's gonna go down. Yum Bucks are kind of in the Cody Rhodes uh, world with contract talks, as far as I can see. Um, I can see them just continue to hop around promotion to promotion in the Indies until AEW forms and. Yeah, you know, they're going to be the premier tag team and that's what they deserve
0: to be. Uh, what about Kazarian? Do you think Is that? Oh.
2: You guys suck. Go ahead, John. Ouch. Do you think that it's a little and we could talk about this another time, but I just thought about it so I'd like to bring it up so we can remember cuz we're three old men. Do you think it's a little weird, you know, I mean they start to the promotion and they get to be top billing? I don't no. think so because
0: Look at who else. All right, let's look at the hottest YouTube channel online right now. It's Being mm. the Elite, right? Yep, right. Hands down in the wrestling mm-hmm. industry, that's the biggest one. Look at who stars in that. The Young Bucks aren't the only tag team on that. Look at SoCal right. Uncensored. Look at Kazarian, yep. Chris Daniels. Uh, their contracts are up also in, the, in early 2019. So I don't see the Bucks being the kind of guys that would start their own promotion and be the ones to start have the titles. They would give it to someone else. Someone like SoCal would be a perfect uh, first-ever tag team champions in uh, all-elite wrestling. Okay, and so what
2: do you think about – do you think Cody's going to do the same? Or is he going to put a strap on himself?
0: I think yeah, if Omega goes there, Omega goes there.
1: It. Or Jericho. Yeah, Jericho could be their first champion. There's a lot of there's a lot of other options besides Cody. It just all depends who shows up in promotion. We really can't – we don't know that until it starts happening. Um, what I – do see happening with like the young? Oh, when you were talking about to address your point about like, oh, it's their promotion. And I mean, the Von Erichs did that for years in Texas, and you know, in the in the early '80s, you know, WCCW was one of the top promotions in the world, and it was all run by one family. So it's not like it's an unprecedented thing for the Bucks to kind of be the investors, we'll say, or just the management, we'll call it, and also the top talent.
2: Okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm not like contesting top talent. I'm just thinking. Hey, I started this promotion. I get to have a strap. Fuck you. But <laughs> then it, that won't work though. But that's not good to work. That, that's why. That's why WCW fell apart. So I, they I, I have agree. to know. They have to know not to do that. Well, let's hope they learned. So I think guys, they have.
0: So look, look, uh, I want to. I want to give my my quick opinion on the on this uh, three way tag match. So we got Scorpio Sky and Kazarian from SoCal and Center taking on Young Bucks and the Briscoes in a ladder match. Now, we're going to talk about TLC later, but TLC also has a triple threat tag team match. Uh, New Day, The Bar, and The Usos at the TLC pay-per-view. We'll talk about this more later, but the TLC pay-per-view is a thing because of three tag teams. And you have three tag teams fighting on TLC, not in a stipulation match. Yeah,
1: why... Is that not a TLC match? And, you know, that's it's, it's not good. It's just bad booking by that's WWE. Bad booking. It's just yeah. Bad booking. But there's no other explanation for it.
0: At tonight's event, we're going to see the modern day TLC match with Bucks, the Briscoes, and SoCal uncensored. Yeah. I bet man. you these three teams are going to fucking steal the show. They, they just
1: knew that they weren't going to top this match, so they didn't even try. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have to say, I'll say it right now. These three are the three of the top tag teams on the independent scene right now. Agreed. I mean,
1: I'll go on. I mean, you could even make an argument that the Young Bucks are the best tag team just in the world, period. True. You know. True. I, well, it's not even an I think they are the best tag team in the world. I agree. Anyways, let's move on from there. We're going to go to the Women of Honor World Championship four corner survival match. Just uh so quick love. Sumi Sakai is the champion, and she's gonna be defending against Madison Rain, Karen Q, and Kelly Klein. We're gonna keep moving down the card, and we got the ROH World Television Championship match. This is gonna be a good one, boys. Uh the champs, Jeff Cobb. He's defending against Hangman Page. Another match that could easily be the match of the night. Uh Hangman Page also lot of speculation about where he w- he could go he is the of all these indie guys i could see him coming to wwe
2: his and character to go at great. NXT. Yeah, i
1: think with the way great. and with the way wwe programming has been starting to trend towards hangman page i think would be a good guy to anchor you know this this kind of more sport real life heavy trash talk Almost attitude, error, rootless aggression, error-esque at times programming. So I think Hangman Page would be perfect for that. Um, I, I He could win this match tonight, though. Very theoretically. He, he theoretically could win this match. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a toss-up there a lot of these a lot of these ROH like the the title matches are toss ups and i think a lot of the reason they're toss ups cuz we don't know where the contract situations are at and how long these guys are going to be around in ROH it's a tough they're tough matches to call um, also on the undercard we got an i quit match between flip gordon and bully ray baby another jersey resident <laughs> still going still going man got to give it up for him
2: he can Legend. still move too, man.
1: He can, man. He's and I like the Bully Ray character. Like his non-WWE character is, is, is ace's. So keep doing it, baby. Uh, writes to ROH World Title match. The holders, Marty Skrull. He puts that on the line against Christopher Daniels. Uh, another two other guys who rumored to be going to maybe AEW or to be leaving ROH at the very least. And finally, you got Matt Taven versus Dalton Castle. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jonathan Gresham. And Kenny King versus Eli Isom.
0: Man, you know, I forgot about Kenny Isom? King. Isom?
1: Isom? 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 I don't know. I'm not, I'm know. I'm not very familiar with him. I won't even if lie. If <laughs> his name,
0: someone could tweet at us and tell us how to pronounce his name. yeah, yeah. Guys, You can call us assholes, too. True. Of course,
1: <laughs> baby. Man, I forgot about him. He's still hanging in down there. So... That's ROH Final Battle, and let's quick, real quick touch on Wrestle Kingdom. The, uh, the big match on on uh, Wrestle Kingdom, of course, is the IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. Kenny Omega defends against Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Bones, I know you got some uh, interesting thoughts on Mr. Omega.
0: I do. I, we also know, speaking of contract expirations, Kenny Omega's contract's going to be up at the beginning of 2019, Uh, There's a lot of speculation. on Is he going to go to WWE? Is he going to stay in the elite and go to all elite wrestling? But I think this is obviously going to go one of two ways. But if he loses his title at Wrestle Kingdom, he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. And I think Kenny Omega is going to be, for 2019, what AJ Styles was for
1: 2016. Why do you think he's going to split from...
0: Rest of the pack. The grass is always greener.
1: You think he could be like a top guy? Like I absolutely know legit. Look at yeah. what they did with AJ There's Styles. Doubt that-
0: There's doubt. Yeah. There is no doubt. I just find
1: it just seems like they're having such a hard time utilizing some of this like indie talent. They get like AJ Styles is starting to become more the exception to the rule than the rule. That's what I worry about.
2: You can always have two exceptions. Hey, speaking of AJ, how cool would it be if AJ is the only one in the ring when uh, Kenny when Kenny debuts? Oh, the, a, the crowd, that the place That's nuts. a moment right there. That's a I moment. That's a moment, place who was in the ring nuts. with it, who was in the ring when AJ came out? It was only one person, Roman Reigns. Yes.
1: Yeah. Why not? But right, big dog. I mean, right away, get it, get it going right away. Um, one of my
0: biggest markouts to date. No, I definitely think though that's what would happen if Omega went to WWE. I think that's a great way to bring him into the into the company, and like I said, he could just soar for the next two years and be a top guy just like AJ Styles. Just think of the dream matches you could see with Kenny Omega: Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles, Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor, Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins. Uh, the the possibilities are endless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know. I, believe me, in my own head, I'm just like. Yeah, Kenny Omega coming to WWE would be huge for business, and it would be huge for our fantasy booking minds. I just worry that he, you know, I want him to be the exception. I don't, you know, just like AJ. Like, I don't want it to end in something disappointing, and then he's lost some valuable, like, you know, years off his prime when he could have been the top of a promotion somewhere else. Um, But, yeah, no better way to make a debut than in a Rumble like that. So mm-hmm. then that's even if he loses, you know, he has to see if he even loses first. And we'll see as we get closer what it's trending towards. Um, another big match on the card, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. And of course, Chris Jericho is in a promotion and he holds the Intercontinental Championship because it's Chris Jericho and he has to hold an intercontinental championship. You want as to know he- what
0: sucks? <laughs> Chris Jericho approached Vince McMahon with the idea: of Intercontinental Champion versus Intercontinental Champion. Have Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins in a cross-promotion match. Oh and Vince my God! Turned it down. No, Vince, Vince
1: will never. Vince doesn't cross promote. Chris would. Chris has to know that. Don't say never. Did, Smoky Mountain. I'm um, see, he's not gonna with a big company like I like NJPW. There's just no way. That would be like Vince cross-promoting with WCW during a Monday Night Wars. You never, he's never gonna do it. You have a better chance of having Triple H do something like that. Anyway, Jericho is taking on uh, Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya <laughs> Naito. <laughs> no, no, it's Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya
0: Naito. Tetsuya
1: Naito. Tetsuya Naito. Oh, right. Naito. The Japanese names freaking do me in, man. It's it's, it's I always have. Um, I that's going to hear be the favorite Continental Championship. Oh, yeah. You're going to hear me butcher a bunch of Japanese names right now. I'm terrible at them. The only non-title match on the card is Okada versus Jay White. That's the only match that's not for some sort of strap. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Kushida the champion puts his title on the line against Taiji Ishimori. Ooh, I think we're I got that one right. Great. Yeah. You are doing great. Um, then- <laughs> Um, The next, I'd say, uh, if Omega and Jericho are the two biggest names on the card. The third biggest name on the card is Cody Rhodes. He puts his IWGP United States Championship on the line against Juice Robinson. There will be a three-way tag team match for the IWGP Tag Team Championship as the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa, the champions, defend their title against Sonata and Evil. Which, who have a name that I'm not even going to begin to try to pronounce. It's a boom.
0: <laughs> Los, Los, In- Japan. Los Ingo.
1: Los Ingo. do you say it? Ingo Bernabulus. Ah, you're good at this, Ingo Bernabulus,
0: bro. Did you study
1: Japanese? Yo. Why are you making me read the Japanese names? About that's that
2: not, not it's Japanese. Up, Japanese. It's, that's fucking Spanish, you idiot. <laughs> See, this, yeah, this is why I don't even know what to <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck?
1: Oh, man. I don't want to do English announcements. English. <laughs> I speak American. Um, the third team in that match is the Young Bucks. So that should be a pretty awesome match.
2: Yeah, that's easy uh,
1: singles match for the British Heavyweight Championship. Tomohiro Ishii is the champion. He puts the title on the line against Zach Sabre Jr. Uh, Three way
0: tag team. It's Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> what, did, what did I say? Ishii. 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 Tomohiro
1: Ishii. The champion versus Axe
0: <laughs> <Isaiah> Jr.
1: <laughs> the three-way tag team match for the IWGP Jr. Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Good luck Suzuki Gun are the champions. They will be taking on Opangi 3K. And oh, another one of these? It's Los the Ingo Bernabé de Jepo. They're wrestling twice. Oh, there's, it's a fac- faction, right? It's a faction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Singles match for the never open weight championship. Kota Ibushi is the champion, taking on Will Ospreay. And apparently, there's going to be a gauntlet match added to the card to determine the number one contender for the never open weight six man tag team championship. Hey, Doc. So that's Wrestle Kingdom. In between now and then, I'm going to go on YouTube and learn how to say all these names to shut you fuckers up.
2: Hey, Doc. <laughs> Your
0: speaking is great.
1: <laughs> Speaking is good.
0: <laughs> Yo, but let's just look at this card. Look at how many potential match of the night or match of the year candidates match there are. Year you candidates. Abushi and yeah. Osprey. You got Naito and Jericho. Tanahashi and Omega. Cody and Robinson. Uh, the 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 three way tag match. Ishii and Zack Saber. I mean, this this is like match of the year candidate. All all ten matches.
1: No, what yeah, is- it, it's a stacked card. There's no doubt about it. He's just. That card. These are guys that you watch and read about all the time, and obviously don't hear their names
0: pronounced. It's pronounced properly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would just like to add that Chris Jericho is still the man at 48 years old. Career renaissance, baby. Not that his career
1: ever like went down the tube. It's just career just keeps going and going and going. It's like the fucking Energizer buddy in fucking pro wrestling. This was quite an adventure on the indies. And now we're going to go back to some territory that I'm way more familiar with. And that's the WWE as we talk about the TLC.
0: Well, look at you spitting spitting flow. You spell real Dude, nice. I spit flow like Seamus and Cesaro. Ice, oh, ice, shamey. Oh Can God. you believe that? Two for two tonight right there, baby. My flow's on fire. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, guys. So this weekend, we have the 2018 WWE TLC show. We got a stacked card. We got 12 matches announced for the card. Uh, It's fucking insane. We have some table matches. We have some chair matches. We have some ladder matches with guitars hanging from the ceiling. We got TLC matches. And then we're going to have the Mixed Match Challenge Finals. So it's going to be a huge night. So... What match are you guys most excited for? I think I can speak for all of wait, us. Wait, bones. You want to do something fun? Let's all say the match because we I think
2: we all want to see the you know the same match as the match tonight. So let's all say it at the same time. I'll count down. Here we go. We're
0: gonna pop so hard for this. Ready?
2: Two, one. Ready? Three, two, one. Daniel Ruby Bryan Women's versus triple Natty. threat. Well, Ruby versus Natty.
0: Ruby versus Natty. A triple threat. Nah, the triple Ruby, threat, yeah. Ruby versus Natty is like the mo- the bloodiest blood feud on this card. You know how personal Ruby got on Monday on Raw. you know how Ruby's not Becky Lynch?
2: Also, can we talk about how none of them are the fickle Daniel Bryan? So fuck both of you.
1: If if, if I could be honest, all three. I'm I'm excited for all three of those matches like in general yeah Yeah.
0: i'm excited for a lot of matches i think the biggest match on this card is going to be the triple threat match for the smackdown women's championship we have the queen charlotte facing the empress of tomorrow Asuka, versus the smackdown women's champion the man becky lynch in a tables ladders and chairs match this is the first ever women's TLC match, and it's a triple threat match. I don't think anyone saw Oscar being thrown into the fray uh, with this whole storyline. What do you guys think is going to happen with this? Let's start with our predictions. Johnny, what do you got? I don't see Becky dropping a title here. Ooh. I see I see it being a very, very
2: good match with people getting hurt, but Becky's not dropping it.
1: I see a couple things. One, it's the main event. It's final match of the night. No doubt about it. Uh, two, I've been saying all and during this build up the TLC that one of the two women's titles will change at TLC, and I've you know I haven't really you know announced which one I thought it was, but I'm about to announce it right now because it's this one. What? Yes, we are going to take a journey down the fantasy booking highway, my friends, and that fantasy booking highway journey starts with this match right here. And it ends with WrestleMania 35. So, I've been saying during the lead up to TLC that there will be a title change with one of the women's titles. Um, I am now here to tell you that that women's title will be the SmackDown women's title. What? And Asuka, Mm -hmm. Asuka, Asuka will be your new SmackDown women's champion. And she will probably be the SmackDown women's champion for a while. Because this is how it's going to play out. Apparently, on Monday Night Raw, this is another part of, another little thing of breaking news that Bones shared with me. Vince will be on Monday Night Raw this week, and he is going to address how shitty Monday Night Raw has been and the changes that will be made. Well, that's funny
2: because he fucking books it.
1: Well, I think during this segment, a now SmackDown Women's Championship list, Becky Lynch marches out to the ring, gets in Vince's... Face and you know, gives him the business. Gives him the stunner. All. all <laughs> I, I, I you, know, you know, we were all thinking it. We were all thinking
0: Sprays it. Praise him with the beer truck.
1: uh no, she's gonna come out, give him the business, talk about how he's behind on the times. I hear she's the hottest thing in wrestling, this, that, and the other thing, and then she calls out Ronda, and Ronda comes out, and they got unfinished business because Survivor Series didn't happen. And that match happens at the Rumble. Okay. okay. At the Rumble, Becky wins. Ronda decides she wants a rematch at Mania. Charlotte wins the Rumble. Puts herself in the match as a triple threat. There's your Mania main event.
0: Wow. All right. I agree with you to a point, but I'm, I'm kind of going a different route with that. I do think that the title is going to change hands. I do think Becky's going to lose the SmackDown Women's title and Asuka's going to win it and she's going to go into WrestleMania as the SmackDown Women's Champion. But I'm going to tie this in to the other Women's Championship match. We have Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's title against Nia Jax. I think the conclusion to both of these matches is going to change the entire women's division completely going into 2019. As you said, Doc, Vince is going to be on Raw this Monday to shake things up. So I think a shake-up may be happening a lot sooner than expected. We usually wait, expect it to be after WrestleMania. I think it's going to happen a lot sooner because of the interpromotional feuds that are happening between the two brands, and specifically Ronda, Nia, and Becky. Right. So I think both women's champions are going to lose their titles at TLC. Yeah. Because oh. so Doc, you've already compared Becky, Charlotte, Asuka, and Rhonda to the likes of Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, and Undertaker. So right. those four superstars that I just mentioned from the Attitude Era, yes, the title was usually in the picture, but they none of them needed the title. They were already superstars without the title. These yeah, four, but- Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte, Asuka, at this point in their careers, don't need the title. I disagree. I think I disagree because of right now, this is the first time
1: women's wrestling is the unquestioned biggest thing on WWE programming, the most popular thing in WWE programming, which means you need to have those four in the title picture for that. Notary. And even before, like, you know, the 98, 99, you know, when Austin and The Rock like really took off and Triple H really took off, like they had already had title reigns before that. You know, like the title, like putting the, t- the strap on him wasn't anything new by that point. Like the title, like they they elevated themselves with or without the title. The programming, like WWE programming, needs Ronda or Becky to have a title. They can't take the titles off Ronda and Becky in the same night. They can't. It's a terrible decision.
0: Well, I think it's gonna happen. I'm I, I'm still holding true to that. I definitely think Asuka's gonna win the SmackDown Women's Title and she's gonna be the one to carry that title. Like I said, going into WrestleMania. Uh, you could definitely put her in some good feuds. And if there's going to be a shakeup on Monday, Doc, you've mentioned it Ember Moon, Ember potentially her SmackDown, And, and I'm going to throw another one at you your girl, Ruby Riot. Send
1: Ruby and the Riot squad over to SmackDown and build SmackDown about Asuka, Ruby, and Ember.
0: It'd be cool. Well, that's not
1: going to happen because you, Ruby's. You're going to have to move Charlotte to Raw. If cool.
0: you're going to do this triple threat that I want to do, you've got to move Charlotte to Raw. Triple threat's not going to happen at WrestleMania. The triple threat is happening at WrestleMania. No, we're going to see two separate championship matches at WrestleMania. No way,
1: man. No, they're not going to do that because they're going to put the triple threat and they're going to put one title above the other and just, I mean, there'll be another title match, you know. Or, or Asuka, they do, if they're getting rid of the brand split like they might be doing, you put Asuka and you make it a fatal four way and unify the belts. Nope. That's the only no, way. No.
0: No. There's, no.
1: no. No. Well, and there could still, be, there can still this, be two title matches. Asuka can still defend the title at WrestleMania.
0: This is what's going to happen. Nia is going to break Ronda's face oh, at drunk. TLC, and she's oh, going dude. to win the it's Raw fucking Women's fucking Championship. Ron. What? Gonna fucking Just think of the fucking heat she would get if she beat Ronda. They don't she's need already getting so much right heat. Right now. Say it again? For
2: those of you that are listening, you can't see us, but Doc is getting physically upset with this.
0: <laughs> you're not listening to me. Listen, Nia is already getting so much heat for breaking Becky's face. Just think of how much more over she would be if she fucking won and beat Ronda and became the Raw Women's Champ. Ronda could win it back at Royal Rumble. That way, Ronda can go into Mania with the title so I can finish my yeah, you're- fantasy booking. So then she could face Becky at Mania for the Raw Women's title and then have Charlotte face Asuka... For the real Charlotte Asuka 2 at WrestleMania. Because there was no decisive winner this past week on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. You could do that match on SmackDown again. Book it Vince. Get the fuck out. Don't book
1: it Vince. Book my idea Vince. Okay. If you pulled a bunch of freaking wrestling fans. What would you rather see? A triple threat. Between the three biggest names in women's wrestling, headlining an 82,000 seat freaking WrestleMania, or another Becky-Ronda match, because they're gonna why, fight at the
0: Rumble. Why are they gonna blow their load twice in such a short amount of time? You're gonna have. What a do you mean twice? Ass, hold on, you're gonna have a kick-ass triple threat match this weekend for the SmackDown Women's Title with Asuka. Charlotte, and Becky. They're going to tear the house down. That's going to be the match of the night and potentially match of the year at the very poss- last possible second. Where at the end of the Rest, year, they're going to fucking take it. WrestleMania now, is five months away. You have a chance to put a historic main five event months in is the too soon. market. Five months is too soon. You can no, still have a double main... Dude, think about it. A double main event at WrestleMania. The Charlotte Oscar's, versus no, Asuka that's, and that's Becky versus Ronda. That's not...
1: That's not going to be better than whatever the top men's match is, Charlotte, Oscar. I'm sorry, but a triple threat between those three—that's better than any men's match. Take even Brock
0: Rock. Why Tough. blow I'm really you load sorry so quickly when you can build to a triple threat match at WrestleMania 36? You want to break them apart and keep that keep that feud going, make it be a slow burn, let that shit marinate. You could no, have. I'm it, really sorry. Hold on,
2: hold
1: on. You could have Charlotte and Becky, Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania 36.
2: Let the third man talk. So I'm the deciding factor here because I'm knocking in the middle of the both of you. It's suicide. And uh, Bones, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with Doc on this one. Why Why? Why are we booking out a year and a half? We don't do that.
0: This is, this is my thought process because we're getting closer to 2019 Vince is going to be taking up too much of his time focusing on the XFL and Triple H is going to start taking uh, the reins on Raw and SmackDown. And he is smarter than that. I think it's a bad business decision to blow your load so quickly with two big women's triple threat matches within a six month period. When you can keep that other one that we've all been talking about, don't give it to us right away. Let us keep chasing it. You can grow a story. You have four great performers here to grow a story. You be- said it dude, The be- Rock, Austin, Undertaker, Triple H. Those four were always in a feud together. But in WrestleMania- they always on a part of times too. Yeah, at WrestleMania 36 though, you can have Charlotte versus Ronda cuz that'll be fresh at
1: WrestleMania 36. And then at WrestleMania 37, you can have a some form of rematch by that point. So now it's been almost, you know, 2-3 years since like big WrestleMania caliber matches between these women, like exact like right for that, you know. Like Charlotte Asuka just happened last year. Why does Charlotte Asuka need to happen again only a year right away? Why can't that match marinate and happen another time at WrestleMania, like WrestleMania 36 or 37? And I think you're also doubting the star power of Ronda Rousey headlining a major event in the New York market. Ronda Rousey's name in that match bakes the makes it way more marketable 10 times more marketable than the match that we have right now it's going to be 10 times a bigger match it will be the biggest women's wrestling match in the history of women's wrestling and you're doing it
0: at Wrestlemania in WWE's home market now what if nothing we want we get now where is Smackdown going in the fall of 2019 if we don't get any of this we're selling our WrestleMania tickets and we're
1: going to that, that ROH <laughs> Supercard. Damn. That's what we're doing. No,
0: listen, if SmackDown <laughs> is going to Fox, we've all been saying it for weeks. Ronda is going to go to SmackDown. But I think they're going to put the brands back together. I, I think, think moving Ronda idea. to SmackDown's a bad idea. I think both I think Ronda to SmackDown's a bad idea and I think bringing the brands back together joining them together again is a terrible fucking idea. Terrible idea. There's too much talent, and no one's going to get any air. No, it's a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. That's you're all I am Absolutely right. right. Terrible That's all idea. I am. Well, you're not right about your double women's main my, event My bullshit. booking is
0: what's going to happen. Just watch.
1: Booking sucks ass.
0: All right, well, listen. We can talk about the women's wrestling for the rest of the night. Let's go down the rest of the card. So... Johnny, you mentioned also uh, we have the new Daniel Bryan defending the WWE Championship against the phenomenal AJ Styles. I think it's a no-brainer, and Daniel Bryan's going to retain. Um, you know, AJ Styles' contractual agreement to the side and stuff. Uh, I just don't think AJ Styles is ready for another run. I think he needs to be away from the title for a while. He held it for lo- for a long time. He made history. He's in the record books let Daniel Bryan hold this title because where he's taking this character, he's taking it to, to all new levels. And he's going to be, for the men's division, what Becky is doing for the women's division right now. I think
2: that you are absolutely right. AJ does not need a belt on him right now. And I think being away is probably a good thing for him. And this Daniel Bryan character, if he did this the rest of his career, I'd be fine with it. It's so good. It Like... And honestly, Daniel Bryan deserves a long title reign. You know, the last time I think he wore a title
0: was was the you know, IC title after yeah. um,
1: WrestleMania like five years ago. 31. WrestleMania yeah. 31, the latter match, right? Yeah,
2: that was an
0: unremarkable
2: um, run. Well, that's
1: and didn't that run end with him having to retire?
0: That was when he was. Well, first he was out on injury. Yep, and that that's when he retired. And then he. Came, came, came,
1: came. Yeah, right. Guess what, guys? What? I agree with both of you 100%. Oh.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: 100%. This time? Uh, Daniel Bryan, (laughs) that was fun, but Daniel Bryan, there's no doubt he's the hottest male wrestler right now, and they have to keep that title on him. They have to, he's been a great champion. He's treating this title reign like an any great heel would, and he's elevating everybody. You got to keep the belt on him. And you have to start bringing more guys into the main event with him so he can help elevate those guys too.
0: Yeah, look look at what he did for Mustafa Ali this past week on SmackDown. That was so cool. I didn't care. I I didn't need to know, well, why is Mustafa Ali on SmackDown? I didn't care why he's in the ring with fucking the new Daniel Bryan. That was huge for Mustafa Ali. Now let's talk about that real quick. There's a lot of lot more integration with 205 Live in the main roster. You got Lucha House Party on Raw. Mustafa Ali comes to SmackDown to face Daniel Bryan. You got Leo Rush with Bobby Lashley. Do you think this is the beginning stages of them fading out 205 Live and just incorporating the roster on the main roster?
1: It's funny. My final thoughts going to touch on this a little bit more today, so I'm not gonna share too much with you. I will tell you though that I think it's the complete opposite of what you're thinking
0: interesting okay. you'll
1: learn more in my final
0: thought i can't wait to hear it john what do you think i don't think they should
2: fade it out i think it's good content uh you know it didn't didn't really start out that way but i think now it's it's getting there i think the wrestlers that are on it are finally settling into their role i'm interested to see what you have to hear uh say talk about this absolutely you'll have to wait
0: So speaking of 205 Live, let's move over to the Cruiserweight Championship match. We have the Cruiserweight Champion, Buddy Murphy, defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Cedric Alexander in a rematch from the Greatest Royal Rumble, I believe. No, I'm sorry. Super Showdown. No, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Super Showdown. Super Super Showdown. Super Showdown, right. So this is their rematch. First time again, two of them fighting. Now, it's interesting how Mustafa Ali is not in the title picture in this show. But I think that's being done for a reason because Ali is going to be rocket strapped and he's going to have his moment on a much bigger stage than TLC. He's going to have his WrestleMania moment. Should- you think
1: he's going You think that's like Buddy Murphy? Mustafa Ali's the main
0: event or the Crew Two Hundred Five main
2: event? at Mania this so. year is that what you're I trying to say? I can see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Hey, uh, this is TLC pay per view, right? It is
1: so there's no
0: stipulation for this match no
1: stipulation that would have been great is if this was a ladder
0: match because dude it's cruiserweights Ooh. cruiserweights ladders i would never thought of that yeah i would never so thought why, why that would go that? together oh
1: yeah why for a title <gasps> a ladder match with cruiserweights and a belt
0: who would have thunk
1: obviously not vince mcmahon <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but, but I think stipulation or not, these two are going to steal the show. There, there's a lot of Match of the Night candidates on this card as well. I think uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles is going to be great. Obviously, the Triple Threat TLC match is going to be great. But also, the Cruiserweight Championship match, these two put on an amazing show at Super Showdown. And they don't have to be in a stipulation match for there to be ladders outside of the ring. It's TLC. They decorate the entire arena with tables, ladders, and chairs.
1: Right. So, and, and by the way, if Lars Sullivan's debut is coming out and crushing these two guys, I'm going to be infuriated.
0: I agree. That's going to I, make me hate I have Lars an idea. Sullivan even more.
2: <laughs> I infuriated. have an idea of where he's going to show up. I have an that. idea too, actually. Yeah. We're probably thinking the same thing.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, let's all right, we'll, we'll move to that match because I think I'm on the same page as you guys. But who do you think is going to uh, win the title here in the cruiseway match? I think Buddy Murphy is going to retain. Buddy, buddy,
2: yeah, I, I don't see Cedric Alexander winning.
0: Really. Yeah, yeah, I think wrong. Buddy's going to retain and keep it until at least Manny, and then that's when Ali's going to have his moment. So you guys mentioned Lars Sullivan, and I think the match you're thinking of is another. Wait, TLC let's do it again. Match. Let's it's do it again. T- let's do what again? Let's let's do it again,
2: guys. Ready? Three,
0: One, two, two. I got two, no, no, I'm going to do it. You guys, suck
2: all right, this. you can do it. <laughs> All right, on three. One, two, three. Braun Strowman versus Natty. Bro. We yeah.
1: can't play this game with him. He just says the Ruby Riot match every time. No. I know what <laughs> matters guys. If, but by the way, could you imagine if Lars Sullivan did debut sure. during the Ruby <laughs> Riot <Ryan> Italian match? <laughs> I'd turn it off. I'd turn it off. It, it all depends. It, it's something fun you could have. He's kind of funny sometimes, Braun Strowman. Not Roger Strowman, um Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. He can be a little funny
0: sometimes. Lars Sullivan can be a good addition to the riot squad. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. No, uh, but the match anyway. we're all talking about is the other TLC match on the card. We have Braun Strowman facing Baron Corbin, with the stipulations being if Baron Corbin wins, he becomes the permanent GM of Monday Night Raw, which nobody wants to see. I don't think anybody in their right mind thinks that's going to happen. And if Braun Strowman wins, he gets to face Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble for the Universal Championship. So, Doc, let's pass this over to you. So,
1: obviously, there's still doubt whether Strowman's going to make it. Um, We don't know. There's a lot. It's it's clouded in mystery. Nobody, there's been no, like, sort of, like, thought. Like, even when you watch Raw, you still weren't quite sure whether he's going to be there. If he's not there... I expect this to be Lars Sullivan's debut. If you've been watching the teasers, um, they keep mentioning he's going to be at TLC. He's going to make some sort of history at TLC. Um, if Lars Sullivan does go into this match, he beats Corbin on his debut. Um, I don't know if that means he gets to face Lesnar. It shouldn't mean that. It should mean that when Strowman's healthy, him and Lars Sullivan have okay. a match, and then Strowman absolutely beats him. start a to- program start Absolutely a pro- program. yeah, so I think that would make me worse. so to start a program with Strowman when he comes back. Um so that's where I think Lars Sullivan is debuting. I've as I've looked all over the card and um outside of him debuting in that Ruby Riot and Italia match, like I said, it's the only place that I could see Lars Sullivan making an impact that's actually like noteworthy.
0: I mean, Lars could in. interfere in the Becky-Charlotte Oscar match and get in Becky's face and be like, no, I'm the man, you're not the man. And then Becky can kick the shit out of him.
1: What if Carmella uh,
0: hired him to replace James Ellsworth? Oh, my God. That's you her said official the name match. Again, dude. Oh, I don't want to see oh, Lars Sullivan do a dance break. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's the last That'd thing I want to see. That would so, be great. You know what? Speaking of dance breaks, we have... The Mixed Match Challenge Finals, which oh, is yes. R-Truth and Carmella, known as the Fabulous Truth, taking on Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fawkes, known as Mahalisha. <laughs> now, the winning team gets the 30th entrance spot of their respective Royal Rumble. Now, we spoke about this last week, or maybe a couple weeks ago. We, decide, weeks, yeah. we all agreed that it was up to four people, Bailey and Finn, or Miz and Asuka.
1: And we now, were wrong.
0: Finn, Finn <laughs> got ill, so he had to be replaced by Apollo Crews. So that idea was out, out the window really quick. So then that left Miz and Oscar. I think because of the four superstars that we have remaining in this Mixed Match Challenge Finals, there's going to be some kind of swerve. And I'm going to tell you where I think this is going. Our truth and Carmella are going to win. Our truths going to show up. In the number thirty spot for the women's Royal Rumble, like (laughs) our truth would, (laughs) and then somehow get eliminated very quickly. But then what happens to Carmella? Which would hmm? Does she go into the men's Rumble?
1: See, there's the plot. Here's what what really happens. Here's what really happens. Here, Lars Sullivan comes out and destroys everybody.
0: And then Lars Sullivan takes no, be honest the dirty 30 spot for the Rumble.
1: Boom.
0: No, what I really – I mean,
1: to answer your first question, they Miz and Oscar didn't win because they put Asuka in the title match, so that wouldn't work right. now. So, that no, that's the easy that's the easy answer for that. Um, what it looks like, I mean, maybe they planned on Finn and uh, – what the hell was Finn's partner again? Um, Bailey. Bailey. Bailey, thank you. Maybe that, that seemed like that might have been where they were going and Finn, like, getting sick ruined that because, I mean – I guess R-Truth and Carmella win this, right? Right, I guess. Makes the I mean,
0: I don't see Ginger and Alicia winning. Yeah, no. They, they don't need to win this.
1: N- you shouldn't I mean, win this. Ne-
0: neither do Mella and R-Truth, but... Mella, I like Mella, be a can, swerve. Mella could use this a little bit. Yeah, Mella could use this a little bit. Mella could, but R-Truth can't. That's why I think there's, yeah. there's going to be a swerve on the men's side. R-Truth is not going to show up. It's going to show up in the women somehow or something stupid. And there's going to be a surprise entrant as number 30. And you said maybe Lars Sullivan. Maybe that's when The maybe. Rock makes his return.
1: Right. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Especially because they're teasing Rock, Rock for Mania. Yeah, the would, Rock would at least they're teasing him the for maybe. Mania now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So I don't care about the Rumble, this match. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about
0: the match, dude. I'm sorry. I've never watched. Yeah, we talked about this match too. Challenge. It's like we yeah. have, We're not invested in the mixed match challenge at all. It made no sense. Sorry, Vince. So speaking of the Royal Rumble, we did mention that we think two other members of Monday Night Raw are going to win it, either Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre. Now, both these superstars are on the card. Drew McIntyre is on this card facing Finn Balor. No stipulation in the match. They're just having a match, one-on-one. I think this is a chance for Drew McIntyre to go over, as much as we don't want to see because we're trying to see Finn Balor rise to the top. But this is a chance for Drew to go over and become more of a monster, unless Finn Balor shows up as the demon.
2: I don't think the demon's beating Drew McIntyre. I think the demon might get his first loss.
0: Yeah, I don't don't uh, think it'll be the demon then.
1: I think it'll be Drew. Drew will definitely win. I could see, I mean, dude, how much is that? How good is that for Drew to beat Demon Balor? I mean, talk about the rocket strap, you know? Kurt Angle, Demon Balor. I mean, the sky's the limit after that. Agreed. Uh, Drew's definitely gonna win. I, w- I mean, I guess I'm okay with this match not being a stipulation I, because I-, I don't want, like, some forced stipulation either. Like, okay, these guys don't like each other. We got a spot for you. Go wrestle and get paid. I'm cool S- with that.
2: See, now, back in the day when we paid $60 a pay-per-view, I'd be pissed because, you know, I'm paying all this money. I want fucking stipulations. But, um, 10 dollars a month. I'm sorry. 9.99 a month. I guess I'm okay with it not having a whatever. I think they
0: could have rebooked this and not even had Drew McIntyre and Fimbalify. They could have replaced this with uh, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura for the US title in a submission match. I know there's no weapons, but it's a stipulation match and that would have made more I think it would have made sense to be on the TLC card.
1: I think that match Rusev and Shinsuke should like headline a SmackDown one night. Rather than be buried on a pay per view like this.
2: How Sorry, but
0: I, I wish there were Shinsuke more Gamora makes the pay per view better. Not if you don't not
1: if you don't not if you don't have like an extreme stipulation to it. Like a submissions match at a TLC. Get the fuck out of here. That Bret Hart shit.
2: Again, none of these are television uh championships, so why are we not seeing it on the cart? I don't mind it not being
1: on a card if you put it on the main event of, like, the next, like, like this th- Tuesday SmackDown.
0: We could have an entire show about the misusage of the United States Championship and Shinsuke Nakamura, guys. It's just bad, bad booking right now. Mm. But let's talk about Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor. Um, so I think we all agree Drew McIntyre is going to win this because he needs to stay looking strong because he is a candidate to win the Men's Royal Rumble and go into mania to face the champion. Do we all agree, though, Drew's going? Yeah, I'll take Drew. Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. I take Drew.
0: So there's another match on the card that has a great stipulation, guys. They're going to hang a guitar above the ring. (laughs) Yeah! Elias, either Elias or Bobby Lashley, or maybe even Leo Rush, has to climb the ladder, and if they pull the guitar down, they can then use the guitar on their opponent. Now, how do you win this match? Now, aren't most ladder matches, you climb the ladder, you pull the belt or the briefcase down, and you win. Do they win when they take the guitar down? Or do they take the guitar down, beat their opponent, and have to win by pin or submission?
2: That's uh, the way.
1: That's the second way. Well, how, how was it again? I was just saying, I feel like Raw didn't make that clear this week. So it's, they didn't. you, you take, take down the guitar, down, the guitar down. and then you the have to bash weapon, someone with it.
0: And then, you, and then you, could, you have to win them by pin or submission.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. um, I like watching people getting hit in the head with guitars, and I like ladder matches. So I feel like there's a lot of potential. I also like Elias, so I feel like there's a lot of potential for this match to be a lot better than most people think it's going to be.
2: I think Bones. Going back to your question, I think it's the second way. I think you're going to see that um, you have to you get the guitar down, and then you get to beat the crap out of someone with it, and then pinfall or submission.
1: So who wins?
2: Leo Rush. Leo Rush. If Leo Rush
0: doesn't get on a ladder in this match, I'm turning the pay per view off. Well, here, here's a few things I think we're going to see in this match. We're going to see Leo Rush do either take a big bump off the ladder or do something crazy off a ladder. Um, the only person taking a guitar bump is going to be Elias, and I think Bobby Lashley's is going over in this match. Unfortunately, I dis
1: I disagree. I think I Elias is going to win well. this match. Yes. Yeah, I think Elias is going to win, man.
0: You know, John, I'm a little disappointed. We've mentioned Leo Rush's name a few times already, and you have not done the Lashley chant. <clears throat> me, 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 me.
2: Lashley! Lashley! Lashley!
0: <laughs> Thank you, John.
1: Your weekly, your weekly Lashley chat here on the fourth wall. <laughs> All
0: right, so you guys think Elias is gonna go over, but so what's gonna, so. where does Elias go after this? He doesn't get anything really out of this win, or do they continue this fruit, this feud, this fruit, right. this? Maybe feud. he goes after, maybe he goes after whoever wins the Intercontinental Title match. I see that? Yeah. That's a great segue, left. Doc. It is, isn't it? It's a great That's segue.
2: Do. That's what I do. Now here's Smooth. another
0: match that I could have been booked. Differently with a stipulation Uh, Intercontinental Championship match We have the Intercontinental Champion, Seth Rollins Defending against his old friend, Dean Ambrose Bane Now, I'm surprised there's no stipulation in this match Even a street fight or something A ladder match This, This could have very easily been a ladder match for the IC title So, I think Dean Ambrose is going over and I think he's going to win that IC title, and he's going to go into Mania as the Intercontinental Champion. And this is going to be Seth Rollins' way to get into the Universal Championship picture.
2: I don't see any scenario where Dean Ambrose does not win this. You know, he's yeah. he's got this lock, rocket strap right now, and this character is awesome. Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose, superstars. Of the I either.
1: like I like Dean Ambrose's. Character, I don't like Dean Ambrose's booking, so that's my that's in short how I feel about that. I do think Dean Ambrose is winning. I think there's not a big stipulation because I think this isn't the last you're going to see of these two fighting each other. This is gonna I be have a mania fe- match, I feel like this is gonna be a mania match, and I feel like that's where you're gonna get the no holds barred false count anywhere. Could you imagine if these two have fought at Mania? And it ended up like in the parking lot. And like awesome. Rollins freaking finishes him in the parking lot and dumps him in the swamp and leaves him for dead. And dude, I would go, the place would go absolutely insane. So I think there's like, I feel like they're setting up for something bigger and they're just, you know, they have the title. So it's like, okay, we don't have to put the stipulation. There's a title match, it's a blood feud, this, that, and the other thing.
0: So let me toss a couple questions your way. So, if this feud's going to continue till Mania, that means you just took Seth Rollins out of uh, being anywhere near the Royal Rumble and winning the Rumble and being in the Universal Championship picture. Or have first, I? Or have you? I don't know. Or
1: have I? I've already thought about the answer to your question. What I think could possibly happen is that McIntyre wins the Rumble, but challenges Daniel Bryan. And starts turning tweener instead because I feel like he's going to go down that road naturally. Rollins beats Lesnar at Elimination Chamber, and we do champion versus champion at Mania. Well, shit. I'm sold, yeah, because we're gonna. It looks like there. I keep seeing the Brock Rock rumors, and that's not going to be a title match. And if it is, that's vivid I'll imagination there, but vivid imagination. This is why Vince my uh my twitter handle is dr haas d-r-h-a-a-s-e number four to the wc okay that's my twitter handle and if you need somebody to make this uh this happen for you you just you come find me okay i, I got you i got you
0: i i got really you. like that booking doc now it, you got it, me interested it's, it's, it's,
1: that's great. That's a great. That's a great idea. Like, if you want something that's going to get closer to the women's triple threat that will headline WrestleMania, whether you like it or not, like that's the closest the men could get. Give me a title versus title match. They haven't done it in years. Like a mm-hmm. proper one. What was it? Nineteen ninety WrestleMania six. I think yeah. it's the only proper title versus title match ever. I know. I know Diesel and Bret Hart had a match where Diesel was Intercontinental Champion and Bret was World Champion, but only the World Champion. It was the Caden and Reign ninety four. But only the world title was on the line, which is really stupid. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, it's, so you, it's a fresh, fresh book. It's a fresh idea booking wise, man. They need fresh ideas right now.
0: So who do you think is going over tonight? Ambrose. This, starts,
1: this starts with Ambrose winning at TLC.
2: I don't see this going any other way. It's gotta be Ambrose. It, you know. I, I really have. What else is there to say that's already been said? Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm on the same page. I think it's Ambrose, too. And, Doc, you really got me invested now in that booking
1: you just <laughs> did. Yeah, that, baby. That changed all, all right, one, my, one, all one my ideas two.
0: and plans for Mania. I'm one for two with you now, man. One for two. <laughs> one for two tonight on Fantasy Booking. <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm going to get us on the same page on this next match. We're going to talk about my girl, Ruby Riot. <laughs> As she takes on Natalia in a tables match. Now, can we just talk about how amazing Ruby Riot is? And that amazing promo that she pulled on Monday on Raw. you got a problem, dude. I popped so hard. When she unveiled that table, and the sticker was on there of Jim the Anvil and Nightheart, I popped so hard.
1: Of course you did.
0: I, I saw on Twitter, people were hating on it. It's too soon. I can't believe she went there. But wrestling's a fucking work. It's all a work. Yeah. So a everyone television relax, show, man. Okay? Yeah. If everyone relax. Natalia exactly. was against it, she wouldn't have let that happen. And I bet yeah. you Jim Neidhart's up there in his grave looking down going, well, look, I'm still relevant after all these years. Jim Neidhart would love it. He'd be like, yeah. He would yeah. encourage this. Yeah, I think this would. is yeah. awesome booking, awesome writing. I think Ruby has to go over to maintain the momentum that she has going into this feud. I can see this feud continuing until at least Royal Rumble. Wow. Potentially, because I think yeah. Ruby needs to have something with substance, and this is such a personal feud, they can still continue this at least until the next pay per view at Royal Rumble. Not even
1: Royal Rumble, you continue it to like you know, like was it was it what's the one at, between Elimination Chamber and uh, WrestleMania? Uh, uh, Fastlane. Fastlane because you got to think ruby and Natalia will both be in the rumble mm-hmm. uh, one of those two will probably be in an elimination chamber match
0: right but not saying they can't have a one-on-one match earlier in the rumble and then be in the rumble later on in the night Yeah, I, I don't like when they do that that's 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 silly don't do that
1: i hate when they do that well that's just gonna make
0: my girl ruby look stronger when she wins the women's royal rumble they can do another oh they, they could honestly do this match and ruby can
1: win they could do a rematch on on Raw this week, and then do it again at Fastlane before Mania. Mm. And then we'll see. And then we'll see where we're at then for their Mania plans. At that point, Natalia might have friends, and it might be a six woman tag match at Mania, Riot Squad versus Natalia and I don't know, Becky whoever and her. Sasha. Friends are. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll have new friends. Maybe she'll have. Maybe she'll find some new friends by then.
0: I'm sorry, Bailey and Sasha. I said Becky, Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, we knew what you meant. The, the Boston Hug connection. So, uh, Johnny, who do you think is going over in this tables match? I would love to see Natalia go over, but uh, I think
2: it's going to be Ruby Riot by way of the Riot Squad. Third man loves the
1: Night Hearts. I do. I know I really fact. do. fact. The third man loves the Night Hearts.
2: I love the Hearts and the Night Hearts, but, you know. But yeah, I know you especially love the Night Hearts. I do. He, he, <laughs> her, her father was a great guy, man. Great character. Oh man, love Jim the Anvil. <laughs> we're,
1: with, we're all we're playing with our goatees right now, just so all yeah. you people. podcast land. Do I do a beards. good
2: night hard laugh? Do, do it think. again. Do it again. Me, 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 me.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> your Lashley's better, but that's not bad.
2: Thanks
0: All right. Uh, so that's not bad. I, the Lashley's better. <laughs> okay. So I have a feeling I'm going to get swerved in this match because of the victim character that Natai's been playing in in this whole storyline. I feel like to give the audience that feel-good babyface win, I feel like Natty potentially might go over tonight, which kind of upsets me and scares me, uh, not tonight, at TLC, which scares me, uh, but I, I really think Ruby needs to win this.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take you to another match where I think you're gonna get your feel good win, and that's Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton. That's where your fan feel good match is gonna come from, is, is Mysterio Orton, because Mysterio needs Mysterio needs this win in this feud now, because I I still think they have big. I think Mysterio is gonna challenge. That's my fantasy book for the Rumble for the WWE title match, and I think it starts Mysterio winning this match tonight his momentum.
0: Mysterio may need the win, but you know what this match did not need? A what stipulation. That, yeah, he really didn't. <laughs> it's a chairs match. I don't want to match. see
2: Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I don't want to see Rey Mysterio
1: in a in a chairs match. I think chairs matches are stupid anyway, so it's just They're not I, as stupid I as that's...
0: stairs matches. <laughs> Remember that? Who, We're who was in that stairs matches. match? That was yep. Big Show and someone. Oh, big Show and oh, Ryback. Man. Man I'm
1: that's good because I, I'm that's something I've blocked out in my memory man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, but unfortunately yeah. it did happen. So I, I agree doc. I think Rami Mysterio is going to go over in this match. He needs this match. Uh but I don't don't think it's going to be a bad match at all. I mean the two of them can still go. They could both put on great matches, great storytellers. I'm still looking forward to seeing these two.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean,
0: you get two vets like this, you
1: know it's going to be good wrestling. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good uh opener going to be a good first match of the night, I think. Get people going, on, on and the pre uh, You know that tag team title match in SmackDown's going to the pre-show, dude. Come on.
0: Oof, I don't want to think that at all. That's wow. actually the last they match ain't we have. have, the have. Ball, they
1: do not have the balls to make it a ladder match. It's going to the pre-show.
0: Yeah, that's the last match we have to talk about. So we have the SmackDown tag team champions, The Bar, defending against The New Day and The Usos in a triple threat match. Now... I want to bring up a point. I mentioned this earlier. TLC became a thing because of three tag teams who fought in a tables, ladders, and chairs triple threat match. We haven't seen another match like that since the Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian, okay? You had a great opportunity here with The Bar, The New Day, and The Usos, who potentially could be the modern-day Dudleys, Hardys, and Edge and Christian. Give this match the TLC stipulation. And I bet you these three teams could have stole the show.
1: Yeah, well, that's a problem because this match is going to be on the pre-show, so they're not going to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I think that's the main issue. Regardless, I think the bar is going to retain. You got to
1: remember, they put these title matches on the pre-show because they hope the titles entice the viewers to watch the pre-show. Right. Like. Yeah, the, the title definitely, having a, a title on the line in the pre show definitely helps the pre show get some viewership. Um, I think that and the mixed match challenge will be on the pre show. I think you did two pre show matches. Now will yeah, leave us cool. ten, 10 matches on the main card, the main card opening yeah. with Mysterio and, or, and closing with the women's triple threat.
0: Dude, that's a lot of matches. Yep, 12 matches. to Pretty night. awesome.
1: Yeah. Pretty long. It's a pretty long for a B pay per view. They're really kind of treating us like a money in the bank almost more yeah. so than like uh like a hell in a cell or for a fast lane or one of their other stupid
0: bp uh, views. i feel like i feel like a lot of these matches on tlc are really going to help prepare and pave the road to wrestlemania we're gonna start seeing a lot of changes happen this sunday
1: yeah right, so before we go before we go off of this um let's just match by match i want to make sure i got all your predictions right so i know who to make fun of when you're wrong um Rollins Ambrose, Ruby Riot.
2: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, Bones. third man, third no. man. Rollins Ambrose. Hold on, I can't. I can't let this go. Bones, we're never going to be able to go to a WWE event because you're going to get us like blacklisted. With your obsession with Ruby It's Riot. a creepy podcaster from oh, Jersey right, who loves me. <laughs> that's what's going to happen.
0: Ruby, I love you. If you're listening, JC Bones, slide into my DMs on Twitter.
2: Oh, my God. That's it. This podcast and is over. And
0: we're done. All right.
1: Predictions. Go Vince ahead, official. Vince is officially not hiring me now. Thanks, Bones. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Ambrose, Ambrose Rollins. Ambrose. Uh, what do we think, Ambrose? I'm with Ambrose too. Bones. Ambrose, Ambrose. Title changes hands. Yes. Um, let's go to the WWE Championship match. Championship match. The new Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles. Bryan. D- Daniel Bryan's going to retain. Daniel Bryan retains. Um, Strowman and Corbin.
2: Lars Sullivan.
1: No, Lars I think Strowman's coming out. Strowman's coming out. Stroman's going to win. I think Lars Sullivan comes out. One
0: um, thing that we're forgetting, he, guys, is if Braun Strowman wins, he faces Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. Right. If hey, no, Strowman Lars does not appear and Lars Sullivan comes in, Lars Sullivan's not going to fight Brock Lesnar at Rumble.
1: So, so Lars Sullivan is going to win, and then Strowman is going to have to fight Lars Sullivan to get his title opportunity back. Yep. Boom. At Royal Rumble. That starts... Uh, no, no, no! Like oh, on Raw. On a
0: Raw, okay.
1: Yeah, on Raw, and then that's gonna start a program that will lead to a Braun Strowman, Lars Sullivan thing. A lot that's of, a lot awesome. of things, a lot of things could be done there to make that make sense. Anyways, uh, Finn and Drew, what do we got?
2: Oh,
0: Drew.
1: It's gotta be Drew. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Drew. It's gotta be Drew. Uh, Lashley and Elias, who do we got? Lashley. Mm-hmm.
0: Lashley. Lashley.
1: Hey, uh, uh, ha, not that. this time. Not this time. Elias, baby. Yeah, it's Elias. A drifter. All right. Um, Ray Mysterio. Randy Orton. Go, Mysterio. What about you guys? Yeah.
0: Mysterio. Mysterio.
1: Very nice. Uh, the Mixed Match Challenge Finals. Uh, Dance Break versus Mahalisha.
0: Whatever. It, yeah, it, it's going to be Carmella and R Truth. It is. I don't right. really care.
1: All right. So it's Dave. And spray Carmella R-Truth. I, I don't um, care
0: because there's going to be a swerve. And whatever, whoever wins is not going to be the last entrant in the ring. Something's going to happen. Right.
1: Um, Bones girl, Ruby. And the, ta- and, uh, the third man's girl, girl, Natalia. Ruby,
0: hands down. Is that even a pink, question? Next match. And, excuse me. Pink <laughs> and black, baby. I got I'm sorry, man. I got to go over Ruby. Sorry, third man. And go Ruby is going to win fair and square, and Liv and Sarah are not going to interfere. She's going to do it on her own, just like I she did. pulled that promo out on Monday.
1: Yeah, I'm with yeah. you on that. I don't. Th- I don't think the Riot Squad gets involved in this match. I think they do. A uh, tag
0: team title match.
1: Tag team title match at the pre-show. We talked about it. We didn't pick a winner. Who's winning? The Bar's going to retain. I called it. I'm going with the Bar also.
2: I'd love to see the New Day become six-time, but it's the Bar. You would. Anyways, uh,
1: the Cruiserweight title match, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. I was with Buddy Murphy. Are you guys still with Buddy Murphy? Absolutely. Buddy Murphy. And the last last two matches, I'll start with the SmackDown Women's title match, the triple threat between Asuka, Becky, and Charlotte. I'm taking Asuka to win the championship and go on a lengthy title run.
0: I agree with you, Doc. Asuka's going to win this, and she's not going to pin Becky, though. She's gonna, she's gonna pin Charlotte. We didn't mention that I, earlier. It, yes, yes, that continues Oscar pinned. Charlotte. That 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 continues Oscar Charlotte too, mm-hmm. and that has to continue um, booking Becky as being very strong. She does not need to get pinned. Right. Charlotte, guys. I don't
2: think
1: Ooh, little swerve. Okay, little swerve. Okay. And we didn't really officially pick our winner to the Raw women's title match. We talked about it. We, we didn't really go through our uh, winners. Uh, Bones, you uh, expressed some uh, interest in Nia Jax winning for some fucking reason. It's ridiculous. As I, hate
0: Nia Jax, I think it's going to be what's great for her character. And again, you could have the other four in a feud and the belts do not need to be there. I disagree. So I think because- is going over.
1: I still disagree with you. We're not getting into this again, bet you being wrong about this. Uh, Rhonda is definitely going to win, and she's going to beat the shit out of Nia. Ah oh, man. Nia's going over. Doc, you don't want to talk oh about it. You. you don't want to talk about I, You don't cannot, get embarrassed again. I cannot wait to prove you guys wrong on this one. This is going to be so much fun. Uh, I cannot wait till that post-show on Sunday. <laughs> cannot wait till Aftermath on Sunday till I can just embarrass you. You're be that's, that's so the fir- if, that, if Ronda yeah. wins, that's the first thing we're talking about. Write it down now. That's the first fine. thing we're we'll talking about it right is there. how fucking wrong you guys were. We'll start it right there. All right? Sound good? That
0: works. You sure. like that? Awesome. All right, guys. So that's our rundown of the TLC show that's coming to us this Sunday on the WWE Network. It's going to be a stacked show. I'm looking forward to watching every single minute of it. Like I said, this is going to help pave the way... To the road to WrestleMania, and I'm interested to see where a lot of these storylines and feuds go. So, guys, we've had a pretty long show. We went about three minutes too long. I just hear myself saying three minutes. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is
1: So my final thought today involves 205 Live. I teased it earlier, so now I'm going to give it to you guys. Um, The main event of NXT this week was a surprise match between Ricochet and Tyler Breeze. And I sat there watching this match, and I was thinking, man, what happened to Tyler Breeze? We've all asked ourselves very calm what happened to Tyler. He was so over in NXT. And I thought to myself, shit, man, he went to the wrong fucking show. This is a guy that should be on 205 Live. And then I'm watching the match, and I'm looking at Ricochet. I'm like, what is 205 Live really missing? They're missing that one guy with that huge, huge it factor. And I'm watching Ricochet, and I'm thinking this. And I'm watching Ricochet, and I'm thinking this. And I'm thinking, well, you know, Leo Rush is on Raw now, and Drake Maverick comes on Raw, and Mustafa Ali was just on SmackDown. So they're doing some cross-promotion. And I'm thinking to myself, Yeah, Adam Cole's not that big either, you know what I mean? Why don't they just anchor 205 with someone like Ricochet so people actually fucking watch it? Ricochet comes with a built-in fan base. It is the smartest move to do. He should be anchoring 205 when his his year-plus long reign as NXT North American champion ends sometime in the fall of next year. That's my final thought.
2: All right, Everyone so it's time for the third man's final thought and my thought has to do with how to pick your content on the WWE Network there is so much out there between live and you know Stuff from uh, back in the day. What what do you like to watch? I wish there was a full list somewhere, you know, you could scroll through everything but I wish there was a way to kind of go through it category by category have you guys ever tried to look through it in an easier way? What do you mean, like, category by category? You ever heard of the Netflix uh, secret menus? How everything's categorized, like, with their own Dewey decimal system? I think that needs to be an update with the WWE Network. I know we have collections and stuff, but what if you wanted to watch every single match that the Bushwhackers was in? Why you do that? I don't know. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish, I wish it was cataloged that way. The other thing, and this has been a gripe of mine for a while... Is that there's no way to delete um, continue continue watching menu items from the I know, app?
0: I have that too. Oh <laughs> shit! It's not just me.
2: No, I have and that I, too. I, I take care of it by actually watching things. But the person I share my account with is popping around <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he watches bored, like one quick, match. Quick. I get. I do. I, I. I. You
1: know what I do? Because I. So here, you know what I do, man. Here's a good way to watch: like I'll pick like a wrestler and a time period, and I'll just watch like that time period. I'll raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views. You know, sometimes I do you it through collections. do wish there was an
2: easier way to do that? You know? That's what the collections are, isn't it? It is, is but not. it's not. It's not like everything. And you know, there's probably like a really good match that you don't remember. That's not. I, a I don't wrestler. know, man.
1: Collections does a pretty good job at gathering all the good matches together. Except for one glaring omission, for some odd reason, the Randy Savage collection does not have Savage Steamboat. for From that's a shame. What? Isn't see, that, that weird? That's what
2: I'm saying. Maybe because Sav maybe
1: because Savage didn't win the match. Doesn't matter. What's it's a shame. I know. It's like the historic. greatest wrestling match ever. It's like yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I I, uh, I I I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. I could see where like a little
2: you know McMahon decimal system would be uh, good for us. <laughs> As a subscriber and a stockholder, I wish they would send out surveys about ways to update it. They do like on a like once in a blue moon, don't they? Yeah, but I wish it was more often. Okay. I know
0: I'm not the only one with these gripes, so. I have that same problem with all my my continue watching. It's like I already finished these, but they're still sitting on my continue watching queue. I can't delete Mm them. Hey, uh, uh, John.
2: Go ahead.
1: John, I'm gonna find the most obscure stuff and just
2: only watch like five minutes of it and do it like 20 times. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine because I'll I'll watch that. Um the other thing, I just remembered this. I, I wanted to talk about it. The WWE network website is still flash based, which is going away next year. Um and I I don't have flash on my computer because, you know, it's malicious these days. So I wish they would update to HTML5. I'm sure
1: that's in the works. I mean, that, yeah. does that stuff take time?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm looking it up now to see.
0: If, no, they're, they're, like, if they something. have it in the
1: works. Yeah. I think WWE went HD in 2008. And when did HD start? How long did it take them to go HD?
2: I think they were one of the first ones.
1: Is that when HD started in like 2008?
0: You think the network was one of the first ones?
1: No, no. no. So, the network like oh. like I'm talking Raw and Smackdown went oh, HD gotcha, in
0: 2008.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So like how long when did HD actually I feel like there was HD like when we were in high school and we were in high school in the yeah. early 2000s.
2: HD TV was in the 2000s. I remember watching it on the news when they switched over. I don't know I don't
0: know why I was watching the news that day, but uh cuz you're a tech
1: nerd and you probably were really interested.
0: Yeah, you're right. HDTV <laughs> began in 1990. Well, when did it start like
1: Actually, like hitting our homes. Yeah, like broadcast TV. <laughs> yeah, what did it? What did it actually it wasn't happen? Wasn't that like long ago? You know, what that we could actually afford it.
0: European HDTV broadcast Inaugural normal HDTV America! broadcast in the- <laughs> Um, it was made official in 1993. And yeah, but the, the network transition didn't happen until.
2: Maybe Public launch was on October
0: Thousands. 29th, and
1: 1998. Okay. Okay, so there's your public launch. So that's the first time you could have had something in HD. So, that being oh, said... Oh, you
2: could- know what I'm thinking? Dude, dude, I'm confusing that with over-the-air HD, like the broadcast networks. Okay.
0: Yeah, HDTV made its debut in 1998 uh, as they uh, produced live coverage of the astronaut John Glenn on his return mission on board the Space Shuttle Discovery. Wow.
1: Okay. So from 10 years from John Glenn is when WWE made the transition for all their programming. Mm-hmm. So is that a technology thing? Is that a stubborn thing? Is that a money thing? So and that's, I think that's what's going to determine when they switch over to the, to the online format you were talking about.
0: So my final thoughts are there are big things coming for three of my favorite superstars in 2019. And they are Ruby Riot. Oh, Ruby Riot and Ruby Riot.
1: Oh my God. No, I'm
0: <laughs> no, Ruby Riot is one of them, but also Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. I think, uh, let's start down. I think Rusev has been booked very strong ever since the Starcade event, which uh, mm-hmm. was on the network a few weeks ago. Uh, I feel like even this past week, he teamed up with Jeff Hardy to face Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura in a great match, and Rusev got the win. That's another match where he got the pin. He got the pin when he came to the Rey Mysterio, also at Starcade, and he's been looking very strong on TV. Uh, Nakamura looked great in the ring against Rusev. I think he's going to have a great feud with him for the U.S. title. And I didn't know I needed this in my life, but I need to see Samoa Joe and Nakamura as a heel tag team again on TV. That'd be so cool. Amazing on Tuesday. Yeah, that was cool as hell, man. I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then also, I think Ruby Riot is going to get a major push uh, after she takes out Natalya. I think she's going to do very well and make a name for herself in the Royal Rumble, but I definitely think we're going to see big things for her. I don't think she's going to have the title uh, until after WrestleMania, but she's going to be in the main event picture for a while. I think we're going to see her in Elimination Chamber maybe or some kind of number one contender match or something. Uh, But she's going to be in the title picture, I think, by spring of 2019.
1: In the SmackDown title picture.
0: She's going to stay on Raw. She's going to be the face of Raw because Ronda's going to go to SmackDown when Fox takes SmackDown. Wow. Bold statement. Wow. That's all we do here at the fourth wall. We make bold statements. All right, good brothers. Well, that's all the time we have for today. So if this is your first time tuning in, I am JC Bones at JC Bones.
1: I am Doc Haas at Dr. Haas4WC, spelled out D-R-H-A-A-S-E, number four to the WC.
2: And I am Johnny
0: Smarks. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Smarksalock. And we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Please follow us on Twitter at Fourth WallCast. That's uh, the number four, T H W A L L C A S T. You can also follow us on Instagram at Fourth Wall Cast. If you've enjoyed the Fourth Wall experience, be sure to tune in every Saturday and you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Castbox, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, anywhere, any platform that produces podcasts, you can find the Fourth Wall Cast. And please be sure to recommend to all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow into the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the 4th Wall WrestleCast. Goodbye and good night. Toodles. He's the best still. Fickle. 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 Fickle.
1: Your your SmackDown triple threat uh, women's prediction was fickle,
0: dude. That was fucking great. Are you kidding me? That booking was awesome.
1: <laughs> your booking was shit.
0: I never got so to the best part. Fucking fickle. I never got to the best part. Then Ruby is going to face the winners of the both belts. Ruby's
1: going to SmackDown, as as she can actually win a title. She's
0: going to unify the Raw and SmackDown women's titles. Oh my
1: god. Anyways, have a good night. Hanging up the phone. My wife wants me to order pizza. I have to go.